Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. Lockdown part four and then Mother Nature has sprinkled her glittery dusticles all over the landscape and we woke up this morning to grey skies which was a bit depressing but just as I was about to put vodka on my cornflakes <laughs> it started to snow. Wow what time was this? Morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how we measure the days now, isn't it? Is it morning? I don't... Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got up and it was snowing heavily. Brilliant. It was coming out of big clumps, wasn't it? Yeah. Does it make you excited? Yeah, it does a bit because it's so rare yeah. in the south that you get snowflakes that big and the snow settles. I think it was two years ago we had a sort of measly bit of snow. Yeah. And then it was about eight years ago when we last had something where you could properly go out and do snow angels and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it was good. And today it really did fall thick and heavy. When I got up this morning, it looked grey and miserable. It looked like the best day to contemplate suicide. And then there's something funny about... As soon as it starts to snow, it just lightens your mood. You feel Christmassy. You feel, which is weird because we don't normally have snow at Christmas. It makes you feel like a kid again. Yeah, it's great. But I did have a bit of a problem. Oh, gosh. Can I talk you through it? Uh, please do. I'll just go and make a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> what is the legal right to snow? I ask because, as you know, where I live is in the middle of the countryside, which was absolutely idyllic and unpopulated until everybody was on lockdown and got into Google Maps. And now hundreds of people walk past my house practically as a national landmark on an hourly basis. Yeah. So I look out the window and someone is helping themselves to the snow off my fence and my car, which is in my drive, I hasten to add, ah. so he can frolic with his girlfriend and throw snowballs at her. Yeah. I said to my other half, I said, that man's stealing my snow. Yeah. And she said, oh, you don't own the snow. So who does own the snow? What's my legal right? Who do I sue? Well, I think it's trespass, isn't it, coming on your property? Am I allowed to shoot them? <laughs> 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 Were you at this time standing on that upturned tub that I've seen in your driveway doing your Statue of Liberty impression? Because <laughs> that could attract people. Do you think? And I recommend you stop doing that. But yes, what is the legal right to snow? If it's on your land, it's your snow. Because, you know, I didn't make the snow. Yeah. Mother Nature made the snow. And it's not as if anyone's breaking into my drive when it's rain, is it? No. No one's coming in with a jug helping themselves and frolicking, throwing water on their girlfriends. Well, you never know. You just might have missed them. The trouble with snow is if you do take them to court and they rule in your favour and say they've got to bring the snow back, they've probably got a little bit of a job there. Not my problem. Maybe I'll push that one and see what happens. <laughs> but it's funny, isn't it? We get excited about the snow. I'm excited to see the snow fall. Do I want to go out in it? No. <laughs> do, do, do I want to go and touch it? No. <laughs> do I think I'm going to fall over in it? Yes. So I'm very happy to stay indoors, but I got very proprietary over my snow. I was ready to have a little bit of a laugh when I let our little dog Rose out this morning. I thought, this is going to be funny. She's going to go out there up to her knees in snow and she's going to look and sort of dash back inside. Then she went out where she'd suddenly thought, I saw a movement in the hedgerow. Off she bounds thinking she's going to catch a frog or a squirrel or a something. It's usually a leaf. <laughs> she can't tell the difference between a leaf and a mouse. Natural hunter. <laughs> <laughs>
And then after she'd spent five minutes out there, she came back and she was covered in snow. So I just managed to get the towel to her as she shook and said there was snow all over me. Oh, but it does, it does look like someone has just dumped a load of dandruff on you. So from a comical value... What now? <laughs> whether it's on dogs or humans, when snow falls and it hits your shoulders, it's kind of funny. <laughs> but I love watching dogs play in the snow. Yeah. The first time a dog sees the snow and they go crazy is fantastic. Yeah. But I've got a dog that would rather learn how to use the indoor toilet than go out and use the garden when it's snowing. She's basically spent most of the day just moaning. <laughs> We haven't got clever dogs, but if you did have a clever dog, could you teach it to play snowballs? We used to have two spaniels and we did teach them and we would throw snowballs and they would catch them. Oh! They used to absolutely love playing in the snow, whereas the dogs I've got now are sort of pointer crosses and they're a bit too... I don't know what it is about pointers. They're a bit more like... I'm sorry, I'm too... I'm too posh and my fur is not too thick to go in that. <laughs> and they literally walk through the snow like they've tread on something absolutely revolting. Like, <laughs> as they go along. So literally, <laughs> she will hold it for eternity rather than go out there. Funniest thing I saw today. Go on then. My cat oh. identifying the snow. <laughs> she stuck her head halfway out the cat flap and she came back in again with a face like, oh, my God, have you seen what's happened out there? <laughs> How old is your cat? She's about eight. Oh, so she might have seen snow. Do you know what she did? <laughs> I tried to think. She went out. She managed to avoid the snow. She went into my barbecue. She had a poo in the barbecue and then came back in again. <laughs> so she didn't have to get snowy. Uh why are you having a barbecue at this time of year? It wasn't on. Oh, OK. You know, I, I was I just... gonna say, there's a few worrying aspects to that story. I can imagine now people are just putting the phone down, having almost dialed the RSPCA. Why are you barbecuing your cat? Keeps her warm in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> well, just remember that she did do that in there before you next used that barbecue. Quite clever, but also quite gross. But she doesn't know I use it as a cooking area, does she really, I suppose? She just thinks, oh... Looks like a cat litter tray with a lid. Cats are a bit like that. Perhaps she has seen you using it and thinking, at some appropriate moment in the future, I'm going to do something really evil. <laughs> yeah, cats are a bit like that, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, our cats are. suspicious. <laughs> so have you been out? Have you played in the snow? Have you frolicked? I have. My family <laughs> have. We've been out there. We built a snowman. Mm. Was it like half a foot high? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how a British snowman tends to come out, doesn't it? It's like half a foot high and slightly dirty. No, because this was pristine snow. It was fabulous. Ah. The snow had just stopped falling. And after a quick game of snowballs around the garden... Is that because someone started to cry? <laughs> no, it was that really dry snow so that when you threw it, it didn't actually stick at all on clothing. It mm -hmm. disintegrated into sort of a light, powdery snow. Is there two types of snow then, the dry snow and the wet snow? Yeah, it depends on the temperature and things. Yeah, if you can put it into a snowball, it can almost become ice, can't it? That's the thing with snowball fights, though. When you first start a snowball fight, it's all fun and games and everybody's having a lovely time. And then someone puts a snowball down the back of your jacket oh. and it sits it. Yeah, and that hurts and it burns. And then someone yeah. else picks up a snowball that accidentally has half a brick in it. And then all of a sudden you're down <laughs> A&E and everybody's crying and nobody wants to have a snowball fight ever, ever again. And then it snows again and we're back to square one. Half a brick. If it's the first half, it's like brr, which is appropriate, cold. <laughs> and if it's uh, the last half, it's like ick, which is icky, which is appropriate. So I think, uh, yeah, half a brick is pretty good description. Hmm. 
Now, after our snowball fight, which we all, because we're polite to each other, so there's a lot of, oh, oh, oh. Really? <laughs> really? Got, no, no, actually, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> like, who, oh, who swore no. first? <laughs> <laughs> and we had a great time, and then we decided to build a snowman, and he was sort of uh, about chest height. Uh, can I just ask you a question? You said uh -huh. he. Surely... Yeah. Snow people are gender fluid. Well, they should be. But in our case, Jill had got a carrot and she found it quite entertaining uh. because we put a little stick of bamboo through its head. So it had little tiny bits either side of its head. And she then put a mask behind the bits of bamboo. So it was wearing a mask. And she found it funny that she said, he's not wearing his mask properly. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I thought you so were like... You're talking about a face a face mask that we have to wear in the shops. I was thinking of Jason from Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be genius. Put a snowman out in your front drive with a chainsaw and a Jason mask on. See how long it takes for the neighbours to complain. I think this snowfall is pretty good because this snowfall seems to be rapidly melting. Mm. So it's given us the fun, but it's not going to hang around for weeks giving you horrible road conditions and danger and all the rest of it. So hopefully in the morning, it'll be on its way out. Well, I hate to contradict you, but you know that I find it a challenge. Um, we've had six car accidents <laughs> down the end of our road today already. Yeah, well, I think that bloke and his girlfriend really should stop this nonsense. <laughs> I ran out of bricks. I couldn't give them enough bricks for those snowballs. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you throwing them the bricks, which aren't fully formed, going, have a brr, have a nick. <laughs> and they're thinking, she's a mad woman. <laughs> it's all right, she'll get back on the podium in a minute, hand up in the air, pointing at the sky. Yes, yeah, six car accidents down our road. How do you know that if you haven't been out? Oh, because Chris had to go and do a click and collect from Waitrose. Ah, so, okay. yeah, yeah. Was that kick and collect or click and collect? It was click and collect okay. today, although she did feel like kicking by the time she got down there and the lady said to her, are you sure your click and collect is for today? To which Chris went, yes, otherwise why would I be here? And why would I be asking you? She just went, all right. She said, do you want to pop in the store and collect anything while you wait? Well, no, ideally all of my shopping will be there, surely, Shirley. I think they're just trained to do that. They've got to say, have you any shopping to do? And you can say, you know, whatever you like, really. <laughs> Mind your own. Uh, yeah. Why are you doing it for me? How did she know? I'm still, I can't let go of the idea. How did she know there were six? She counted them as she drove past. Oh. Yeah, six different incidents. Oh. Not like six vehicles all in one big scrummage. Okay. She's the brave one in your family then, because you've been housebound all day. No, she's got a car that has something better than two-wheel front drive, which is what I've got. I've got two-wheel forward drive on my car, which basically is like tobogganing with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you just sort of slides around in the snow. Yeah. It's really good fun. But then equally, I would have been one of those six that would have destroyed their vehicle. I am looking at an SUV. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. When you think, I can't go out in this, it's too bad. And it's frozen overnight and it's just too bad. I'm not going out. And then you think, oh, don't be such a wuzz. Let's yeah. go out. So you get yourself all dressed up, ready for it out. What, like Santa? That sort of thing. Yeah, you've seen my bright red <laughs> outfit, haven't you? And... You get out there, clean all the windows, you know, scrapers and make sure everything's de-iced and safe. You get in and the battery's flat. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Yes. 
<laughs> well, haven't you ever done that? No, no. As I say, I don't get in the car. There's no point in the snow. But I do know people, even if literally there is one flake in the air, they will not get in the car. Yeah, well, that's probably good. People who feel like that really shouldn't go out. At my bravest, here's a confession, I lived in Luton once. Ooh. Did you work at the airport? You could look over towards the airport because I was at the top of a pretty steep hill. Mm. Were you there because of part of your community service? <laughs> Were you part of a research programme? I'd managed to get the link chain thing off my ankle, <laughs> so I was safe. Don't worry anymore. Was it an exchange programme? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do this. Do this and you'll get free half brick for your next robbery. <laughs> so the cars, on this icy morning, the roads were treacherous. Cars would be coming along about 20 miles an hour, which might not sound fast, but this was a really, really steep hill that they were approaching. Mm. I was so fed up of seeing these cars going over the edge <laughs> that I went out and was sort of like saying to people, slow down, slow down. But they didn't. And they just no. went down the hill, straight across the road at the bottom. I mean, the bollards that had been there were just demolished. So, I mean, it's the first couple of cars took them out and the rest at least just crashed into the cars that hadn't managed to get out of the way in time. Awful. Do you think people in the UK just don't know how to drive in snow? Yeah. Because we don't have it very often. We think that it does. That's right. We think that we have snow because all of our Christmas cards make us believe that we do have snow annually. But we don't really. No. That's why when we go skiing, it's such a novelty factor. Do you go skiing? No, I've never been skiing. <gasps> Haven't you? No, I'm still working my way up to that. <laughs> hang on, hang on. What do you mean you're working your way up to it? You've had, what, one roller skating lesson you think you might go go it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Snow just stops our country completely, doesn't it? Yeah. It just brings it to a standstill. Chris went for a walk earlier. I said, whatever you do, take care of yourself. Have you and Chris had a row then? First she's out spotting broken vehicles. <laughs> then she's out for a walk. I mean, sounds like you've been on your own most of the day. This is lockdown part four, Graham. We've run out of things to talk about. <laughs> I forgot. It's literally like that. You having a nice day? Yes, you've asked me 11 times. How was that last breath you took? Was it all right for you? Was it nice? Good, <laughs> good. Have you itched anything lately? I mean, we've, it's, it's, surely it's the same for you guys. I mean, that's why we were grateful for the snow. It gave us something else to talk about. You know, started with, have you seen the snow? Yes, I have. Why? Have you seen the snow? Yes, I have. <gasps> <laughs> Let me get this straight. You have not been out today at all. No, no. You've just looked through glass at yes. the wonderful snow. Yes, and cursed Amazing. people for stealing it off my fence. So you haven't been out there lying in the snow doing a snow angel? I tell a lie. I did set up the fire earlier because I was worried we'd have a power cut because of all this snow. And I went outside to go and empty the ash from the wood burner. And I went out in flip-flops because I wanted to know what snow felt like on my feet in flip-flops. And ah. for any dear listeners that are keen to know what it feels like in flip-flops, it's not that bad, except flip-flops not madly grippy. No, especially if the cat's done something <laughs> nasty. <laughs> if she spots me doing it there, she won't suspect I've done it here. <laughs> so I did skid. So if you want to train to get the flavour for what skiing feels like, go out in snow and flip-flops. It's not that dissimilar. <laughs> <laughs> OK, perhaps I'll give it a go. Yeah. But I think I'm probably a natural in that I did used to enjoy roller skating as a kid. Did you? I think when somebody says to you, go on holiday to do nothing but exercise and be cold... 
that's not appealing to me. But yeah, I know others that absolutely love it. Have you been skiing? Yeah, I have been skiing. Ah, come on then. Spill the beans. Well, I went on a school trip and I uh, I arrived. And because I was slow to get out of the bus, I found out that I was sharing a bed with Emily Goodlad for the full week. Now, Emily Goodlad was a slightly whiffy child in our class. She was Emily a, Goodlad? She was a bit of a sweater what? and didn't wash very regularly. So I had to share a double <laughs> bed with her for a week. Oh, yeah, oh, I, Emily Goodlad. Were they pairing you up by name? I then? don't know. I don't know. I think it was just a case that everyone else had gotten wind that you had to choose your beds quite quickly and I wasn't paying attention. Uh, so I got into the room a bit late and then everyone else was like, Ta-da, we're on bunk beds. I've got my single bed. You've got some... Oh, look, you're paired up with Emily Goodlad that doesn't have a bed either and there's only a double bunk bed left. Great. Fantastic. Uh, what's a double bunk bed? Is that like four-storey high? No, like upstairs was single, downstairs was a double bed. Oh, okay. So we didn't even have separate beds we had to share. Sounds lovely. It wasn't. No. Even though we'd spent a fortune on this because it was a private school thing and my parents had moaned for ages and I begged to go. Every lunchtime we had potato soup. <laughs> Potato soup. Ooh, luxurious. Yes. And you know what? They give you what potato soup and then they give you a bit of bread to go with the potato soup. And you're like, this is like, what, an Irish diet? What's going on here? So, yeah, it was a bit of a disaster. I wasn't a natural. That's a bit rude. I enjoy a, a nice potato soup. But every day for seven days was a bit much. And I had fun. Don't get me wrong. It was fine. But then when I went back as an adult, I also fell off the ski lift. <laughs> Yeah, that hurt. I uh, wasn't paying attention. It sort of cups you under the buttock and lifts you up the hill. And I wasn't paying attention. I think I was looking and freaked out and just shot off down the other direction. How do they work, these things? Ski lifts? It's like a whole other world. You know, you have to learn. Yeah, sounds if like If it. you're going really high up a mountain, you have to stand there with your skis on and an entire bucket grabs you and you have to sit in it like a carriage on a Ferris wheel. And I've seen someone get hit in the head with one of those and go down. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's Oof. quite dangerous. I can't get it, though. People say it's the apres ski they go for. And I think, well, why not just go somewhere nice and warm and do the drinking? I went with a friend to Colorado, which is absolutely beautiful. And it is the place in America to go skiing. And she said to me, do you want to go skiing? And I went, no. I said, do you want to go skiing? She went, no. She went, do you want to go find a bar? And I said, yeah. <laughs> so we went to the hot springs and bars, and that was a much better way of enjoying the snow. Well, why do you go somewhere snowy out of choice? I mean, we've heard that you haven't even left the house today. No. <laughs> and yet you voluntarily went to a place where there was snow. Wait, what, what's going on? <laughs> I am with you, though. British people, as on a whole, we don't go on holiday to get colder than where we've come from, do we? Definitely not. Although I do know people that seasonally go skiing in January time and then they'll go to Spain or the Bahamas or whatever during summertime. But typically, yeah. you know, if someone said to you, would you like to spend two weeks somewhere colder than where you live? I'd be like, no. I'd like to go somewhere nice and warm. Mm. Yeah, perhaps go watch a few dolphins. Nice. In have a fairness, drink. Scarborough is famous for its dolphins, so I do completely get it. <laughs> a little bit warmer. A little bit warmer. warmer. Sounds okay. like that Bruce Forsyth show. Whippy. Warmer, warmer, colder, colder, <laughs> up, up, down, down. We're talking snow, but it's really tricky, seeing as you're obviously a snow hater. I, no, I beg to differ. I love it yeah. from inside my house. Ah. <laughs> I do like snow, but you get cold, you get wet. I think snow for me, the beauty of snow is in the observation. At Christmas time, did you do those pretend snow footprints? Oh, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
you think your suspicious relationship with snow comes from your parents? Did they go out and play snowballs with you, snow angels? No, and no. Take a sled out? No. My mum would sit and watch us from the window wearing four jumpers <laughs> with a chinzano. <laughs> and I actually agree with her now. I'm older. Yeah. I've done the years of going out there with your kids with toboggans and sleds and snowball fights. Then they start crying. My hands hurt. Well, I did tell you, stop touching the snow without your gloves on. Where are my gloves? I don't know. Where's my shoe? Oh, my God. Let's just go home. I've had enough now. That sort of thing. Yeah. I think people who live in an area with a nice hill, a gentle hill, they're lucky because they can take the kids and the kids just, you know, uses up time, doesn't it? It's like people who take their dog for a walk with those ball-throwing things. Mm. The dog's being exercised, but they're putting in minimal effort. We've got one of those. What, dogs or ball-throwing things? Ball-throwers. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I do love a good toboggan. We were given a luxury one for Scott mm. in the November time when it was thick snow. What's a luxury toboggan? Does it come with a sauna on the back or something? It's wood and it's really good rails. It's not like the oh. plastic bucket that we'd already got that we bought from Halfords and worked <laughs> really fine. You know, a, a smaller version of Santa's sled. Just said, can we take it because it's thick snow? It's perfect. I said, oh, no, no, no. We, we want him to have it for Christmas. Of course, Christmas came. And then it was about four years before we saw any <laughs> snow at all. We got a sporty sledge from Costco. You know, one of those things you buy in Costco when you're not buying the 26-foot inflatable swimming pool. We bought this sporty sledge. Oh. It's phenomenal. It's got a slick bottom. It's a bit like a surfboard and it's got things you oh, hold on. Sorry, and... correction. I thought you were talking about one of the Spice Girls. A sporty sledge. <laughs> Isn't that one of them? I don't know all of them. Yeah, she's sicker bodied that one. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. One thing you need to take into account when you buy a sporty sledge yeah. is ideally living somewhere with a hill. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> so, that is the trick. When we did get thick enough snow to take Sporty Sledge out, I spent most of the time dragging the child along the floor in it. That's what you do. I mean, I come from Grimsby, known for its flatness. There's only one hill, and that's in Cleethorpes, Isaac's Hill. Do people holiday there? Yeah, people do. You go uphill to get to the seafront. So that's the only hill, and because it's busy with traffic, you don't feel safe sledging down there. No. What about if you hold on to the back of the lorry? <laughs> <laughs> the lorry? Get a Is bit that more slurry? A bit more trajectory when you're hanging on the back of a supermarket <laughs> lorry on its delivery rounds. We had to live with uh, the fact it didn't snow much in Grimsby either because of the way the walls and the Pennines work. The what? The what? Because of the way the walls and the Pennines work. No, it's because you were near the sea and sea towns don't like snow. The prevailing winds. Don't you come and talk to me about your prevailing winds. We're talking about <laughs> snow today. <laughs> prevailing winds. Drops loads of snow on the Pennines and then it goes on towards the walls. <laughs> towards the walls. It sounds like you're having a stroke. <laughs> Can you smell toast, Graham? Can you smell burning? <laughs> Whenever you watched films, right, it was yeah. always snowing. The famous film, The Holiday. Oh, in the film it was snowing. Yeah, they okay. could just have snow like that, didn't they? Have you seen the film, yeah. The Holiday, with Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz and Jude Law and Jack Black? <laughs> um, you seem to know a lot about this film, so I'm going to say I haven't in case it's a way <gasps> of testing me. You need to see this film. It was filmed in our local area. When was this film then? Did it have artificial snow? They did. They put artificial ah. snow through Godalming High Street, which is just bleached sand. Bleached sand. So they use bleached sand on the floor 
and then to emulate the snow they use foam okay because otherwise if you sandblast cameron diaz it's not good for a skin <laughs> no it's, what sort of foam i mean if you inhaled it was it plastic i need to know more about this was this don't safe is it environmentally I, good you don't care do you i don't know actually <laughs> you said you built a snowman but did you build a snow dog no it's really tricky because it's the legs that i find difficult <laughs> could you not just get rose and do like a snow cast of her rose is one of the most beautiful <laughs> dogs she's got such a wonderful temperament mm. but if you started to try and put snow around her to get a snow cast i think she'd start going a bit nippy See if you can borrow next door's Alsatian instead and have a go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think people play hide and seek in the snow? I've never thought of doing that, but I can imagine some people do. Ah, uh, I'm just thinking, because you and I have not had a holiday in quite some time now, I actually think, given our alabaster skin, if I lay down in the snow, no one would find me. <laughs> They no. really wouldn't. Would they really want to? Are we coming to that? Is this confession <laughs> time? Nobody would find me. You know, you're laying there thinking they haven't found me yet, they haven't found me yet. And then you think, are they actually out here? Is there anybody looking? <laughs> What's going on? Where's, where am I for it? Have I got any fret? What? Uh, let's be honest. If we got a ransom note for Graham that said, we've got Graham, you need to give us blah, blah, blah. We'd like, no, you haven't. No. <laughs> no. He never leaves the house. No, you haven't. No, it's probably a different Graham. Let's wait a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how bad it would be if you were laying there under a mound of snow. You'd finally, you know, you put it over your feet, over your legs, mm. over your trunk of your body. And finally, you put bits over your face and there's straw there and you're thinking right let's see how long it takes them to find me i'd be more concerned that my cat would find you <laughs> yeah well yeah <laughs> she got a decent aim <laughs> cats always find people don't they animals generally if you're playing hide and seek you're hiding behind a curtain thinking nobody will find me here and the cat or the dog's some prowling around and look up like meow <laughs> two <laughs> hours me. later jill comes out in the garden Finds you lying, freezing cold with a straw in your mouth and a cat poop on your head. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Story How did you life. find me? <laughs> Our cats would. In fact, it wouldn't be one cat, because we've got three cats. It'd be the cat and run, oh, is that the new litter tray? I must give that a try. <laughs> You'd be speckled by the end of it. <laughs> It'd be a whole pile of cat poo on you. In, well, you know in what our they house. say? They say, don't eat the yellow snow. But in your instance, it's definitely don't eat the chocolate snow. <laughs> I didn't mention that. As we built our snowman, there was a pile of snow and there were two very curious yellow spots. <laughs> well, I think the snowman's actually started melting now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, wee-wee's quite warm. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if the cats are and they're out there thinking, oh, God, we've got to climb up there now, have we? What's <laughs> Modern Aged Middle Life was brought to you by Graham Jarvis and Emily Baum. If you liked it, tell a friend or rate and review the podcast. That will help others find us. Thanks.